Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. So multitask right now. Get your quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello again to Shireen Williams from her home with a much better Wi-Fi connection, overall technological setup than Sims has. Oh, I bet he's mad. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It's now my iPad won't work. I don't know. Uh, hold on. I think some mornings Chris Sims' son gets up and plays video games. Philip, you gotta you gotta get off the internet right now. <laughs> Philip. But I, I I have a feeling that's one of the reasons why he's been having his issues, Shireen. Are we sure it's not Chris getting up and playing those games? <laughs> Maybe he's multitasking. Maybe during the breaks he's getting in a quick game of Fortnite uh, before we come back and talk some football. There it is. I don't know the names of any of the characters on Fortnite or we'd have some fun with that. But no technological issues this week. A, a minor one, I think, at one point. But uh, it's good. It's been resolved. I don't want to jinx it. This is your Friday, by the way, even though it's Thursday for everyone else. We won't see Chris tomorrow. Big Cat will be in. But uh, so far, so good. I know Chris is very much looking forward to uh, not working tomorrow as opposed to not working today because we don't really work. We get to talk about football and related topics all the time, and that's what we will continue to do today. But only for another half hour because then we're all going to be watching Royal Ascot from 8.30 a.m. Eastern until noon on NBCSN. So you even get to work less this week than you ordinarily would not work. Yeah, that's all right. I'm not complaining, okay? I'm not. And it's a, it's a big day in the Sims household today. My, my oldest, Charlotte, is 14 years old today. I can't wow. believe I have a 14-year-old. I know. So uh, it's uh, got a little party here later with some family and cousins and everybody coming over, so that'll be good. So it's not going to be uh, before too long that uh, uh, young men are showing up to the house to take Charlotte out on a date. That's coming. You get to you get to interact with them. I'd like to be a fly on the wall for some of that. 
Yeah, it's it is it's coming. Yeah, I'm I'm hearing some of that talk already, and of course she's had a few crushes here and there. So, uh, yep, I'm I'm in. I could, can't believe I have a daughter that's 14 years old. Uh, it's scary. Life is flying by, and I absolutely dread the moment a young high school kid comes over to pick up my daughter and take her out for the night. I I need to have some of my scary teammates around just to scare some people uh, to make sure things go right. She's the one primarily responsible for the Sims farm. Is there another animal that's being added to the mix today for her for her birthday? No, it's not. No, you know, I don't. I told you late last week we got a rooster this past weekend, so <laughs> that has been the addition. And you know, she wants the rooster to have chicks with some of the chickens, so that's she's trying to get multiple more pets out of this deal. Uh, but yes, I don't know if you you heard it early on Monday. The rooster was you know, roosting right outside the window. And I just hope he doesn't come around right now for the next 30 minutes. This is some sort of bizarre twist on <laughs> Green Acres. I live in West Virginia. I have no chickens. You live in Greenwich freaking Connecticut. And you've got chickens and a rooster and cats and dogs and all sorts of other wildlife. And uh, I, I don't know. Something's not right here. So uh, anyway, happy birthday You're sane to and Charlotte. You're that's what it Happy is. Happy birthday, Charlotte. And and push for more animals. Push for the baby chickens. And uh, let's get a whole chicken farm going there on the Sims property. All right. It's a Thursday edition of PFT Live, NBCSN, Series XM211. Hello to our friends in the UK and Ireland enjoying the program on Sky Sports. All right. Uh, let's get to some questions about Cam Newton coming in at number 10. Obviously, there's going to be some strong feelings about that. Marley GUSU on Twitter asks if being a dual threat quarterback is important enough to have Cam in the top 10. Why do all the statues in the teens have jobs and Cam doesn't, Chris? Well, hey, that's a good question. We've addressed some of that, certainly. You know, Cam Newton, again, he was a little unlucky with how things played out in Carolina. I don't know all the story there, but certainly Carolina releasing him as late as he did. Teams already being set with the quarterback situation. Mike, we've discussed this, as we both know. He's not the kind of guy you want to come in and be a backup quarterback. He's scary. He'll divide the team. You know, like you said in the first hour, he's one of those guys, after the first practice, players are going to come off the field and be like, man, did you see some of those throws Cam Newton today? Did you see when he broke out of the pocket and started running and threw that 40-yard laser across the other side of the field? You know, man. You know, that that starts a quarterback controversy. That starts to divide the locker room. So, you know, that's the biggest reason he's not on the football team right now. And, yes, you know, yeah, he's not the statue that Breeze and Brady are. Uh, but they play a different style of game. And, yeah, they're more predicated on needing a system around them right now more than maybe Cam Newton would be. Interesting question from Bobble. What if the Denver Broncos broke Cam Newton in Super Bowl 50? And remember how that game ended there was that controversial play where the ball was loose and some thought cam didn't make enough of an effort to try to recover it. and then after the game during the press conference they had curtains up separating the various people who were talking chris harris jr then with the broncos was crowing loudly about what they did to the panthers the panthers were favored to win the game cam newton stormed off any credence to the idea that he's been a different guy since that day I, I don't think so. I don't. I mean, you know, was there some Super Bowl loss hangover the next year? Yeah, sure, certainly. But, you know, I still look at that game and go, hey, the Carolina Panthers blew that football game. 
the Carolina Panthers let down Cam Newton. You know, there was no like law that they had to sit there and and try to win a, you know, let Cam Newton drop back, seven step drops, hold the ball that long against Von Miller in that defense. You know, so some of the game planning was stupid. Mike, think don't forget about all the drop passes Carolina had in that game. So certainly not a great day, but I was sitting there in the stands that day going, man, I can remember about three or four plays, the interception down the middle. Uh, right between two hands goes in the air interception Denver as they're going into scoring position there was about three other plays too but I don't think that broke Cam Newton I think he's very mentally strong and is a true competitor and loves playing under the big lights one more point before we take a break a handful of people have asked a question using some of the some of the words that would only be in Chris Sims vocabulary why am I stumping for Colin Kaepernick to get a job and not Cam Newton. And let me just address that briefly. First of all, we have been stumping for Cam Newton to get a job. We have we been have. claiming that the Panthers did him wrong by holding on to his rights. We've explained he's been a victim of circumstance, and we've talked about why he's currently stuck in the predicament he's in. He should have a job, and I'd like to think he will have a job. But I don't believe there's been a collective effort to shun Cam Newton. I believe that Colin Kaepernick became a guy that the NFL teams decided to stay away from. It's not some crazy conspiracy theory. He filed a collusion grievance against the NFL. It was settled reportedly between 5 and $10 million. I know per team that's not much, but it's not very often the NFL writes a check to anybody to resolve a legal case. There was something going on. The mere fact that he's never been offered an opportunity to even be a backup for someone else shows that there's something going on here beyond whether or not he's good enough, whether or not he's up to snuff, as the president said. So right. I, I think they both should be in the NFL, but I get more riled up about Kaepernick because my BS detector has been screaming for the last three years, Chris, that they are doing this guy wrong. Yeah, no, I, that's exactly right. And yeah, you know, for those people who are questioning that, we've been banging the table a lot that Cam Newton should be a starting quarterback on the team. We banged the table before the draft. The Chargers should sign, should sign him. You know, I was just in the first hour again, you know, saying Jacksonville. I still think they should sign him. So, yeah, you've been supportive, but it is. It's a different scenario. There's a lot of different issues there between Kaepernick and Cam Newton that are not apples to apples. And uh, you're right. Ka Ka Kaepernick was black blackballed by the NFL. There's no other way to say that. Cam Newton is in a weird time of COVID-19 pandemic, can't get a medical exam, and he's threatening because he's very talented and all these teams have a starting quarterback. So that's that. I know we got to go to the commercial. I really wish that collusion grievance wouldn't have settled. I'd love to have access to the deposition transcripts. I'd love to be able to dig in to all the evidence that was compiled so I could explain to people where the evidence is because it's no one's going to admit it. No one's going to sit there and say, oh, yes, we blackballed him. It's circumstantial evidence that you weave together through aggressive questioning of people and you expose the the inaccuracies and inconsistencies in the various stories to lead to the conclusion that there was something going on. All right. We do have to take a break in honor of Cam Newton and Matthew Stafford. We're going to have a draft coming up of the toughest quarterbacks in the National Football League. We'll do that next on Pro Football Talk. All right, we had a little bit of a disagreement yesterday. It arose from the trivia question regarding Kyler Murray. What position did he play at Oklahoma in baseball? The right answer was left field, but that was not the right answer. The right answer was center field. I just got a text from someone 
who says he played center field his last year at Oklahoma. I believe left field the year before that. So technically he played both. So center field was not incorrect. So I got the question right. You ended up with the first pick anyway. I'm taking the first pick today to make up for the fact that I got screwed yesterday. Okay, fine. That's fine. I mean, yeah, you're right. Hey, what can we say? Matt Casey, our producer, just not doing his due diligence there for the answer to that question. So we'll blame him. Let's crap on him in the meantime. You dummy, Matt Casey. What are you doing? All right. The draft today, toughest quarterbacks in the NFL. We got to move through this quickly because we are truncated because of the Royal Ascot coming up at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. My first pick, and it took me a while to really settle on this one because there were a lot of tough quarterbacks, and anybody who plays quarterback in the NFL is inherently tough. This is degrees of toughness. Give me Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans. The way he has been banged around in his career, and he doesn't have a big, thick Ben Roethlisberger frame. He is fearless. He treats so many plays like it's the last play of the Super Bowl. He's not afraid to get hit. He's not afraid to get hurt. He's trying to help his team win. It may be a little much because he is putting himself at risk, but I think he's the toughest of all the quarterbacks. He is tough as hell. And I don't know if he would have been my first pick, but I think he would have been my second pick for sure. But you're right. And he's not like a real thick muscle guy, but it's unbelievable how he has no regard for his body. And of course, we both love watching him play. So we both want to say, please have a little more regard for your body because we don't want to see you get hurt. You're awesome and you're fun to watch. I think you're missing on Phillip Rivers, though. That's who I'm going with as the toughest quarterback in football right now. To play as long as he's played, the style in which he's played, which is just, you know, you've seen him, Mike, stand in there and he passed the ball 74 times and he does this and people are all around him and he just still stands there and passes the ball and then people are dragging on him. He pats it a few more times and then throws it. I mean, to me, his consecutive start streak is uh, more impressive than an Eli Manning just because of the physical nature in which Phillip Rivers plays and hangs in the pocket. And the fact that he hasn't really been hurt ever in this long career playing that way, um, I mean, he's got to be part caveman to, to pull that off. So it's, uh, he is tough as hell. You left out the best argument. I can't believe I'm going to give you this. I can't believe I'm going to bolster your case. He played, he with a played torn on ACL a torn in the 2007 postseason. Right, right. You right. left that out. Too late. It's I, too late. You, you it's know too late. me. I get going and I can't think of all my damn facts I'm going to spit out. Sorry. I, he was on my list, and and you know what? Maybe he should have been the first pick. I don't know. But for Deshaun Watson, I also factor in that I think he's a lot better than Phillip Rivers right now, so that helps sway me. I'm going to go with Ben Roethlisberger next. We now, now, look, he has a reputation for embellishing from time to time. He has a reputation for maybe saying he's injured when he isn't. I remember after the AFC Championship game in 2004 when the Steelers lost – to the Patriots, Ben's rookie year. He said he played the game with three broken toes. Bill Cowher, the coach of the team at the time, said he didn't have any broken toes. What the hell are you talking about? But still, he stands in there. He moves around. He takes hits. He has been injured. He's only played all 16 regular season games of a season four times in 16 seasons, which tells you he does take a lot more punishment and abuse than most quarterbacks, but he just keeps going. The fact that he hasn't retired yet, tough. he doesn't need the money. And right. at this point, it would be very, be very easy for him to walk away and say, I want to be able to walk 10 years from now. I want to be able to run. I want to be able to do things. But he keeps going, and I think that that, that adds to the case. Even though even though I, 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 do have, I do have a problem with the embellishment from time to time, yeah. he still is one of the toughest quarterbacks in the NFL. 
Yeah, he well, he likes to let everybody know when he has a little injury or he's bothered, but that still doesn't make up for the fact, like you're saying, Mike, he's tough as hell when it comes to Sunday playing football. And if he is if he is hurt and has a chance to play, he plays. So I'm not going to argue with you there at all. I mean, he is, to me, uh, Big Ben, big soldier. He's as tough as they come, and he'll stand in there as long as he's got to deliver the football. Uh, I'm going to go with Dak Prescott as my next pick. I mean, first off, Dak Prescott's built like a Greek god, a lot of ways like a Cam Newton. You know, you watch Dak Prescott play quarterback the last few years. He's not afraid to lower his shoulder, try to run over middle linebackers, you know, dive into the end zone, get flipped, do those things, let alone, you know, his butt and legs are top notch, you know, but he's got great power. He's tough in the pocket and he's got a toughness when you meet him and look at him, Mike. You know, that's why I'm picking him, too. I've been around him three different times in my life. And he's one of those guys that you look in the eye and you go, oh, if I pissed him off, he would beat the crap out of me. And I think he would enjoy it. You did. So he, you did piss I, yeah, him off. I did. Talking about, exactly. talking about taking a hometown discount. He gave you that look. <laughs> oh, if you two weren't sitting on a mattress at the time, it could have gotten very ugly. <laughs> yeah, look, hometown discount. He's like, how about I hometown <laughs> throw is, a right hook on your is. head? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, my man. I, I, I hope I, he gets every penny. I hope he's not pissed at me for some of the stuff we've talked about contracts still because uh, I do root for him and I want to see him get paid. Four seasons in the NFL, hasn't missed a game and is very, very tough. This one is difficult for me. Um, I got two to choose from. I got two finalists. I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes. Here's why. Two things. First of all, how quickly he came back from the knee injury last year. He was determined to come back. He doesn't care about his physical well-being. He wants to be out on the field doing his thing, hop around on one leg if he has to. And then in the Super Bowl, remember the narrative that got me in a little trouble because everybody's thinking, oh, I'm telling the 49ers to go headhunting, which clearly wasn't the case. We've established that over and over again. He knew what was coming in the Super Bowl. He knew they were going to be physical with him, and he took it. Remember that play where he got he got hit and he stood up and he just kind of looked no down doubt. at the guy and he's like, yeah, good hit, bring it. Um, and you don't think of him that way, but but uh, he is. And and I think the toughest ones are the ones where you just take it for granted because right. they don't have to show you how tough they are. They just line up and play. They take the pounding and they just keep going without, you know, oh, my arm, it's broken. They just go about their business. Yeah, he is. He's not afraid. You're right. Another one where I want to go, you know, be more afraid, please, because I don't want you to get hurt. But, yeah, I think sometimes just because he's a he's a handsome you know, cute, younger guy, right? You don't think of him as tough, but he does play tough, and he's not afraid to throw his body around. And I'm going to go with another handsome guy, okay? I mean, there's some there's some guys to pick for here, but how can I not pick a quarterback who's played 20 years in the NFL as a pocket-passing quarterback? And, yes, I'm not, like, in love with his ability to stand in the pocket right now at the age of 42. I wish he would be a little bit better. But, man, the 18 or 19 years before that, I mean, Brady, Tom Brady, he's been hurt once. He'll stand in there, compete, get in the face of the Baltimore Ravens, Terrell Suggs, Ray Lewis. He never backs down from anybody. So I do. When you talk about toughness, I think Brady's as tough as they come as far as in the pocket. I think he's mentally tough, and that's why he is, you know, arguably the greatest of all time. But I don't want him to be underestimated in that category because he is. Really uh, quickly, others I had that didn't make the list, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Lamar Jackson, yep. and Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was the guy that I almost took instead of Mahomes. Chris, any any other big names that stood out for you? We got to go. Uh, yeah, I like all your names. I did think of Cam Newton and Josh Allen, too, because of the way they play, and they're not afraid to contact. So those were two other I had on my list. 
All right, the NFL recognizing that they may have to have larger rosters due to the coronavirus. We'll tell you what's going on there when PFT Live continues right after this. The Royal Ascot continues at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, just about a minute or so from now here on NBCSN. That's today and tomorrow, 8.30 a.m. Eastern to noon, NBCSN. Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern to noon on NBC. And then 2.45 p.m. Eastern, Saturday afternoon on NBC, the 152nd Belmont Stakes. Chris, another player tested positive for COVID-19, Kareem Jackson of the Broncos. We're going to talk in PFTOT about what the NFL is doing to or potentially doing to address the fact that they're going to need extra players. And that's the bottom line. They're going to need extra players. Yeah, they are. You're, you're going to have to have a fail-safe plan in case you yeah, have five, six guys in your team during a, a given week come down with COVID-19. You know, But, hey, I'm interested to see how the Premier League and all these other leagues are doing playing and what happens there. There's a good you know, guinea pigs to see what we can do as an NFL, what we need to improve, whatever it may be. So uh, good week, though, Mike. I hope you have a good day working Friday. If you need me, don't call me till after nine. I, I'll be sleeping. <laughs> I, I, I don't need you. Don't call me. I won't call you. Have a good weekend. See you Monday. Bye, Everybody else will see you on Friday. Have a great day. <laughs> Happy birthday, Charlotte. <laughs> Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.